Especially when there's inclement weather out there. Gotta be safe. Thank you guys for joining us on another episode. Kanye West, I think he's the, the most played artist on this show so far. As far as lead-in music goes, you guys. Most played. What does that say? I don't know. But the guy's got talent. You can't take that away from him. But And so do you guys. You got talent in actually showing up and listening to us again. Thank you, guys. That's not easy to do, you guys. It's not. So we appreciate you being here on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. Back at it, guys. Episode, I believe, 108 here. I think I'm going to have to check the website. We just changed the format on Podbean, so it's kind of... I'm kind of retarded, too. So it's a little difficult getting the information you're looking for, but... Episode 108 here. Got another one for you guys. We took a couple weeks off, but hey, we're back at it. Um, I got, I actually got another one that I'm doing here, and hopefully next week we got something else too. So, so we should have a little something here, a little cluster for you guys. Check out a couple, you know, see what you do here. Um, yeah, it should be some good episodes for you, but today I got a good one. Really, really, really old friend of mine, guy I grew up with. Went to elementary school with really great guy. Always enjoyed his company. Always a good time. Anytime we hang out, he's he, he's one of those guys that when it comes to cracking jokes, he's 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 about as competitive as Michael Jordan. You know, so he's you get him one over him, and he's gonna come back at you, and he's gonna come back at you hard. So you got to watch out for that. But a good friend of mine, Mister Devin. Fitzpatrick in studio joining me for the show today, you guys. Devin Fitzpatrick again. We go way back. Uh, good friend of mine. I don't know. It's one of the, some people. Certain people, you know, you just know. You're like, yeah, this is a good person. And I'm gonna, you know, we might not be the best of friends all the time, but this some this this one's gonna last, you know. And that was that's always definitely been the case with him. Good dude. So I uh, had a lot of fun sitting down and chatting with him, you guys. And hope you guys uh, enjoy it and enjoy listening to it. And my time with Mister. Fitz dog here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it, and you we'll talk to you guys know, later. I'm posted up in the parking lot, my trunk waving. The candy gloss is immaculate, it's simply amazing. The male bows poking wide on the candy leg trunk, open screens on me, I'm sleep with different legs. I'm on a mission for dime pieces and sexy ladies. Allow me to introduce you to my CL Mercedes. It's a star studded event when I ballet park, open up my mouth in sunlight, illuminates the dark. There's some people that just, they just don't communicate well. 
you know, they don't understand cues. They don't, again, get the balance of, you know, you say something, I say something, you say something. They just want to dominate the conversation. I mean, I have people in my family that I'm just like, how are you, how are you still like this? Like, how have we not straightened this out? This is so crazy. It's like hard to commute. It's hard to talk with you. You know, like they just, they don't get it. They don't understand their part or they don't play their part, you know, especially with certain people. And it's just tough. And that's like a big reason too. I think that every relationship you have with individual person is always different. And the relationship that I have with somebody that we know is way different than the relationship that you have with that same person. And it's like never the same, you know, like that, that, that stuff's just crazy to me. Well, it's definitely a fun dynamic. You know, because I get to see someone, this, let's say person A, mm-hmm. different than the way you see them. But then when you and I talk about that same person, we've got different views. And so you can enlighten me on a certain aspect of that person. Yeah. And vice versa. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I never thought about that. But I mean, Max, we agree on. Kronaker, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm sure we agree on. Yeah. But yeah, there, there are some people that you might know better. And I do not. I think it's funny, though, when people get angry about someone dominating a conversation. So I've got family members like that too, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, go ahead. I'm just going to tune you out. (laughs) I mean, and that's what happens. Nobody listens to you. You know, you, you're like ramble on. They're like, what, what is this person doing? The thing about something completely different, like did the Mariners win tonight? What was the score to that game? You know, they're gone and it's like, that's how you gotta, (laughs) you gotta try to keep them like that. And yeah, people that just go on and they go on and they go on. They know it's like, you're just like, oh my God, when's it going to be over? Jesus Christ. It's like, nobody, you're not that cool. Okay. Nobody's that cool. Like no one cares that much about anybody. <laughs> anybody as an individual person, you know, it's like, let's get the conversation to a point where we're talking about something that we have common interest about, you know, even if that's the weather. Okay. Let's get there. I, I haven't seen you in a year. I don't care about your day. <laughs> Let's talk about the last year and give me the highlights. <laughs> yeah. I don't care least. about the jerk in front of you at the grocery store or how someone cut you off today. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that happens every day. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Whatever whatever hardship you had to fight your way through today. Thanks for greeting me. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about steak. You want to talk about steak? Well, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. I think that's what I'm having. That's what you're having? For dinner, yeah. Oh, okay. So are you going to be cooking or is your old lady going to be cooking? Uh, leftovers. Oh, oh, okay. From something you cooked previously, right? Right. Yeah. But what is your favorite cut? Um, God damn it. You know, I'm Are you? Even, I'm not a huge steak guy, to be honest. I know you're not. You're more of a... I can do a flank, though. You like I can, to eat the avians. I, I, I can do a flank, you know? I, I can get down on the thin stuff. I just, uh, it just, it seems like a lot of work to me, you know? There's the sawing, you know? Uh, I don't know. The sawing. A lot of chewing, I feel like. You got a delicate job. <laughs> Not with that line. Dude, this is this is honestly why I would I would never survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Like, I have, because of steak? I, I have trouble eating chicken off the bone, you know? Like, I get a tendon and I'm like, mm, it's, a, it's a little too chewy. Uh, I, I don't really like that. I think I'm going to be done with this. Like, close I would your never eyes and survive. suck the bone. God. Close your eyes and suck the bone. I just can't do it, man. I'm just not savage enough, dude. Turn the lights off. <laughs> While I'm eating my chicken. <laughs> no, man. It's always been an issue for me, too. I don't I don't know what it is. I just 
if it's too chewy, you know, it's like it's like when you get that McDonald's hamburger and or the chicken sandwich and you bite into it and it's got that it's got that spot that like it it wiggles between your teeth like gristle. Yeah, your teeth can't even get a hold of it. They don't even know where it's at. It just ruins the whole it could be the first bite and it ruins the whole entire sandwich. God gives you challenges. God. <laughs> Think of how bad it was though when you were just eating that Chickens were born to be eaten. I, oh, I know, I know. What Ch- else? What bird? Yard birds? What are? What are they? I mean, Eric Clapton, shout out. Yeah, no, chickens are definitely like number one most eatable fucking thing on the goddamn planet. You plus, know, anything that comes out of the them. Ex- exactly, exactly. They're gonna feed you the whole time, and then they're gonna die, or you're gonna chop its head off, and then they're gonna feed you one last time. They're gonna give you the last supper. God's gift to man. It. God, it really is, you know. That's and and what a nice thing to have, you know, a couple a couple of little uh, cluckers back behind your shed, you know, just walking around, posting up, giving you a couple eggs. Again, all you, how many eggs do you need a day? You need, what do you need? Three, four eggs a day? Well, it depends on the size of the family. <sighs> well, that that is true, but I mean, there's going to be those off days where you're not eating eggs, so you're gonna you're gonna get four that day, but and then you, you can bake eat, with them. You didn't, you didn't eat any, yeah. My mom, she got some like organic eggs or something from somebody. They're like brown, the brown ones, the brown shell. And she was, she was lamb-based, and the people who gave them to her, I was like, she's like, look at these, look at these, they're ridiculous, look at these. I was like, mom, those are like natural, like like they were broken, like they were just like a weird off, shoddy <laughs> version of something. What is this Easter? I can hear Parma now. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like no, that's like natural. That's like how they look normal, like. We like everything white, like everything white and clean. You know, it looks great. Can I say the N word? <laughs> sure, hey, nothing's off limits. What are these nigger eggs? <laughs> it was. It was like it was brown. It, it, it definitely was. Yeah, that's fine. I know. I know. I, I mean, and I didn't crack one, but I, I'm guessing if you did crack it, I bet that yolk was like vibrant. All right, we're still going with the black thing, huh? Crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I think it's getting fucking rough. Out here. around here dude like i thought i was safe i thought i was out of the city enough <laughs> where it, it... oh no where i'm at on uh up there that 7-eleven uh-huh i stepped on a crack pipe the other day and i picked it up and like handed it to the dude just like hey someone drop this <laughs> like <laughs> i mean that's my knee-jerk reaction just like yeah. oh someone's gonna be looking for that they'll be right back yeah oh yeah yeah that cost him 7.99 happy story though same 7-eleven i stopped by before coming here and by the way, got that because talk show beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found a dollar in the oh, same spot. Good. I picked up a dollar and I said, lucky me to Habib. Mm-hmm. And he was happy for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't give it to him. I kept it. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. Oh, my God. Dude, I I have uh, for my work, I got some days where I got to go like U District, that area and do that kind of shit. <laughs> Parking's rough. It's It is. What's even more rough to me, though, is that I the fact that I can go to like four or five stops in a row, and at every one, I see these little orange caps all over the parking lot. The pointy caps? Four or five in a row at every single goddamn <clears throat> stop. Yep. I'm just like, what the, what is the deal here? We got we, the heroin. I was driving, uh, I heard, uh, uh, I was driving this morning, actually. I took off, you know, early because I got to be at work early this day. 4.55 in the morning, guy right Dang. down the street at the bus stop wearing shorts and no shirt on, and he's dancing at the bus stop. 
at four bird gets the worm at four fifty five without a shirt on. I'm like, wow, how fucking high are you right now, man? Holy shit. I am glad that these doors on my van are locked because you could probably chase me down right now. You seem like you have enough energy. <laughs> you could probably run me down in my van and do whatever, probably. Got that mama bear strength. I got a, I got a text, a, a, a email alert or whatever on my phone. Shooting in Shoreline today. Suspect at large. I'm like, hmm. Well, he's not packing. He's shirtless. <laughs> you could see a gun on this guy. <laughs> That's true. At least you know. Don't where, be threatened. He might bite. At least but you know where that shoot. unregistered Glock is located at. You can <laughs> s- clearly see it on him. I actually, on the way here, after said crack pipe 7-Eleven, um, there was a truck to my right. And I was attracted to it because it had a tattered American flag. So I thought about pulling up next to it. And just like, hey, brother. Like, new flag. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, replace it. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, and you that's do really, old glory justice. Yeah, come on now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the ground, so that's good. Yeah. Um, But I thought about just, like, maybe I could just keep some on me and, like, toss them out the window. Anyways, he had a decal on the back window that says, uh, shoot your local heroin dealer. <laughs> And it was really big. It wasn't like a little <laughs> tiny one. Like it took up like one third of the whole back. And I couldn't disagree. I was like, why don't you shoot all the heroin addicts? Then just put them out of business. That would sting a little more. It's like giving someone the death penalty or putting them away forever. Because you're going to get, get a job, you dealer. You're going to get new addicts. You're going to get new addicts coming down the pipeline eventually. So He'll he's an entrepreneur. You're just saying those that- old ones. Um. Yeah, that's some outlaw justice there for sure. But uh, I think you can get a decent amount of population. Heroin is mm. an extremely bad drug. It, extremely bad. Like even being around people who do heroin is like really bad. I think toxic. Yeah. Like and and like what a stupid drug too. Like you're gonna shoot first. You're gonna stick a needle in your arm. Like ooh, oh yeah, that sounds great. Mm, this is many good. of different ways to do it. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's that's one. You're gonna that sounds like fun. And then what? We're, and then you're gonna nod off on the couch and just be in a complete state of euphoria. I see guys. I see people sometimes at the gas station who are nodded off at at the pump. They're sitting at the pump and oh jeez. It's like <laughs> wow, this guy's this guy's in a deep sleep over there. He is in a deep sleep, and it's like yes. You guys are doing drugs at a gas station, and you're like 34 years old. What's going on, man? Go back to your mom's house. What's going on, dude? This this is just... How could you think this is a good idea at all? Yeah, heroin is not a very cool drug, but it's so accessible. Fairly cheap, I'm assuming at this point. But uh, I think it's reasonably priced, yeah, yeah compared to I, Coke, I, obviously. Yeah, but I mean... Cokes out of your system like that. Heroin is not. Yeah. And from what I understand, I've never done heroin. I've, you know, had pain pills after surgery and that kind of thing. Yeah. I just don't like the feeling. I've been very close with the people that have been addicted to that crap. But it's like, there's no getting off it. Yeah. Like, oh, here's here's what gets you off it. It's mm. heroin. Yeah. In a different form. And I always talk about uh, booze and alcohol and the fact that when you compare it to weed, I like weed a little better because I feel like I'm more in control of myself. Mm. 
but yeah, you want to talk about that kind of stuff, you know, and even just like even prescription pills and stuff like that. Like I feel even less in control at, at that point. I'm like, I, I, I'm like a, a passenger in my own body, you know, like the few times I have done that, like, I don't even some, I don't even know what's going on exactly. I'm just, you're just in a completely weird state that is unnatural. And that's like definitely losing control of yourself. And especially if you're, you know, hardlining that kind of stuff and getting crazy with it like that, like that's, that's almost lights out. Yeah. The point when um, you can't find your track on your arm and you decide to go with your toes, you might want to call it a day, <laughs> sleep for a week. It's the things like that that always make me remember that it can always be worse. Yeah, go for the dose. No matter, <laughs> no matter how shitty of a day you had, you know, no matter how many oh, times you wanted to punch the steering wheel on your ride home, it could always be worse. You could be sucking dick for some cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> Come on, man, <laughs> suck your dick. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. See, I don't like cocaine. I just like the smell of it. <laughs> Powdered donuts make Devin go, go nuts. nuts. <laughs> God damn, dude. I've been doing the bachelor parties recently, and man, they love. What do you, what do, you do at bachelor parties? <laughs> oh, you know, just like call kinds of fun activities. Do you like and a wrestling stuff. guy and strip? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you for hire? Because I've got one this weekend. Oh, really? Not a hmm. lot of midgets in eastern Washington, I've found, that are willing to strip. Yeah, they're a little sparse. A little sparse out there. Yeah. Certain parts of Spokane, but... Have you ever seen, like, a beautiful midget? Besides porn? I've seen a tiny person, and a tiny person almost Is looks like... Is that what we're calling it? Well, here's why I call I it... I think they like dwarves. Here's why I call it a tiny person. Because my brother's marrying one, she's like four ten. <laughs> really? Well, she's That's not legal. technically it, well. Legally, she's a very tiny person, but mm. I don't think she can, she's registered or in the club. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have the hanger for her car. She doesn't have small hands and like weird limbs. <laughs> she's fine. She's a human. No, but you see some. You see some. Sometimes it's like it's like a you know thirteen, fourteen year old teenage boy. But it's like an adult. It's like an adult, though. The face and everything's like an an adult. You know, big head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Large cranium. You know, yeah. So I mean, they they're all coming different why, shapes. Why are you sizes. talking about boys? I asked you if you've seen someone that's hot. Oh, I didn't know it was hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know those little thirteen year old boys. With I can't think heads. of a lot of uh, female midgets, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, why because they're not memorable. They're ugly. <laughs> they're just like. They're cast type. You see them in movies. Yeah, I know. You always, I know. You see one, and you're always thinking, like, is, are they shooting something right now, or what's going on here? <laughs> Am I on camera? Is this man on the street footage here? What's going on? <laughs> oh, small people. I remember when I moved from Frank Love, third grade, May twenty third. For those of you who don't know, me and Devin go way back to the. Probably first grade, first or kindergarten. Yeah, probably yeah. new in kindergarten, anyways. Yeah, the start, of the dawn of time, basically. <laughs> Land before time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I move in third grade towards the end of the year, and my first day at school, at this other elementary school, uh, a friend of ours, Spencer, he's in line at the lunch line or whatever, might have been breakfast, I forget, but he's he, he's like 
a small person or a little person. I don't know what he goes by, mm-hmm. but his legs are all kind of bowed out, and he had many surgeries. Still does actually. Like he had his hip replaced recently. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's doing great though. Super talented musician. Small hands smells like couch. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I, I was looking at him, and he turns around like a badass, and it's like. What are you looking at? My legs, bro? It's like, no, dude. I was just looking at you. He's like, fuck off. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Like, this midget second grader is going to kick my ass. Like, I can't. I'm like, sorry, man. No offense. Mm-hmm. But we became friends. <laughs> you guys got through it. Thick as thieves. Yeah. It's, well, it's tough. You know, they got that low center of gravity. So I was just looking. You can't knock them over. I was impressed. Yeah. I was like, I know you're not going to kick me, but then his older brother is like ginormous. Yeah. But hey, they got if they went low and they wrapped you up, you know you're probably going down. Well, it's like fighting a girl. If a girl punches you, are you going to punch back? Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. hit a small person. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, hopefully I might do the thing. You. Yeah, where I hold your head <laughs> and you're swinging on you the side, and, and hope, you can't quite reach. Hopefully, your little buddies come in. Yeah. and hold you back. Yeah, or my yeah. buddies come in and hold me. Chill, back. bro. Chill. <laughs> Everyone, calm down. I'm not going to beat up a kid. All right. Where's the teacher? <laughs> Yeah. Recess teacher. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, that, man, we go back, man. That's crazy. It's it's so funny, too. We go back to the days where, like, you can only remember specific instances in your life. Like, you can't remember, like, the entire flow of a year. Like, like I don't remember everything, but obviously I can kind of remember how last year went if I sat down and kind of, you know, played it out in my head or wrote something down. But... Man, we can go back to the days where you just remember like that one time, that one incident, that thing you did when your buddy was crazy and he got hit in the head with a baseball, you know, or whatever it is. Like those things, they must just be burned into your memory, like depending on how they unfolded when it happened. Yeah, I wonder how that works because you're definitely, I don't know if you're, if it's burned in there, but you definitely never forget some things, whether they're good or bad yeah, or whether you want even, to or not even significant you can remember the dumbest shit like why is that taking space in my fucking brain yeah like i'd rather remember things that are important yeah and that yeah and that's the thing like you don't get to pick and choose either like they just kind of stick with you for whatever reason it, it might end up being yeah, it's like why do i remember that no idea but mm-hmm. i do yeah and and you only have a certain amount of that shit you know like you got to pick and choose uh, to a certain extent even though again we're like we said we don't really have any control over it but yeah, and it's funny, and I'll get people sometimes too, like you know, we, other people we go way back with, and they'll come up to me, and they'll tell me some story. They'll be like, "Dude, dude, do you remember that time when you did that? You, th- you had the thing, and you threw it across the room, and then fucking hit the guy right in the head, and you didn't even know." I'm like, "No, are you sure that was me? I, I don't remember that at all. Really? I think I kind of remember that party, but yeah, I'm like, I mean, I sounded like I sound. It sounded cool, so it sounds like it me. Must have been me. It sounds like that would have been something I would have done, but I have no recollection of it at all. What's your name? Do you want me to sign something? I mean, that's yeah. basically the way those parties. Went. Hold on, I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get my phone out. Can you tell the story again, please? And make sure you identify me by, by name. Make my mom happy. God. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like that was a that was an awesome thing I did. How how did I not remember doing that awesome thing? Well, and we were just talking about this uh, the the memory of my mother having your mother call 
by the way, your mother is uh, priceless. She's almost like a mini celebrity. She's named after a city mm-hmm. in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, used to have a tanning bed, a vast giraffe collection. Still does. Still does. Okay. Um, all the magazines had to be fanned a certain way. Milwaukee's Beast was the best. Um, she was a beautiful lady. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we been talking about this party that she was all mad about and called my mom, and my mom found me in bed, but apparently you got the shitty end of the stick on that one. But we can't place whose party it was. We know exactly where it was, but mm-hmm. we can't remember who lived there, so I guess they weren't important. Yeah. I don't know. It, that's the thing. If it was an important person, you got to think that you probably what about Benji? would have remembered. Did Benji live over there? I don't think so, no. He wasn't in that area. Yeah, we... That's crazy though. You told me that story. My mom tried to drop a dime on you. I know. She tried to drop. She's like, oh, if my kid's going down like a reckless heathen, her, her kid's going down too, all right? Well, my mom, when she's telling this story, she's like, and I'm sure you were involved, but you had you had to be home at a certain time. So, and so, therefore, like, you had an mother, alibi, unfortunately. So, yeah, we I couldn't had to prosecute be home by like 11 or yeah. 10 or whatever it was. There wasn't enough evidence to prosecute. Oh, and I'm sure <clears throat> I had a knock on the door and it's like, Mom, I'm home. Yeah. And then, yeah, what do you want, Mom? God, get out of here. Oh, no, I didn't have privacy like that. It was, <laughs> how can I help you? <laughs> how, can I, how can I help you, miss? Yeah, we basically, when we came home, <clears throat> we had to go up and like open the door, and say, Hey, I'm home. Like just so they knew, mm-hmm. and then if the phone rang, it was not the police, because <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that night I made it home. I have no idea how. Yeah, I must have walked. Probably. Yeah, that's Come like we a good two hairs. mile walk. That is a, that is a that is a long hoof. Yeah, but <clears throat> man, my uh, my own family, dude. Shit, I did that in college, anyways. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. We're both pretty lean guys. Um, my Aero, family aerodynamic is what he meant. <laughs> exactly, we slice through the wind. You go, if it's a side wind, it's not even a problem. No diggity. So, <laughs> my uh, it's funny, you know. I see in my family like we talk about all this shit, and these are like the fun times and the cool stuff we did. We when went you back, start revealing things to your mother. Well, to my mom, you know, and then yeah, some stuff that yeah we kept secret back in the day, and <laughs> even to my nieces and nephews too. You know, like we talk to them about it now because they're getting older and. I have some that are like junior hires now, and it's like my family, they're having, they're, it's an issue. You know, it's kind of becoming a problem, you know, for this or that reason, whatever it is, whatever people are getting into some stuff, you know, being rebellious, whatever, whatever. And it's like, it's just funny to me now that, that it's all come full circle. Like, what do you we mean were the ones doing that? Well, you know, just people being asshole teenagers, you know, and oh. just, you know, tough kids to deal with. I mean, obviously, all teenagers are not created equally, but. I mean, we both know that there was plenty of teen people that we hung around with that were fucking assholes, you know, to whether it was to their parents or to other friends or whatever, just because it was that time of your life. And sometimes that's how people reacted to it. Well, and some people got away with it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like now I see it full circle and it's happening in my family. And it's like, oh, see, this this is I mean, we were those fucking kids at one point, man. We were the ones doing that shit. So it's crazy like that. And that to me. Is probably, you know, just guessing, obviously, but probably going to be the toughest part of parenting. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking do dirty diapers either. I don't want to do that shit at all. Don't get me wrong, but I think like dealing that sounds with sounds completely right. 
But I think dealing with like a 14-year-old young man who's got testosterone flowing and he just wants to tell you to fuck off all the time and, you know, wants to do whatever he wants to do, go, wants to go smoke weed. And, and, and I feel like I think dealing with that, just be like, oh, my God, what do I do here? I'd rather deal with a 14-year-old that wants to go fuck and smoke. Male. <laughs> you gotta preface that. Than a <laughs> than a female fourteen year old that wants to wear juicy on her butt and have oh, her cheeks hang out. I, I, I honestly, I'm considering like abortion <laughs> if if I get my wife pregnant with a female. Oh I don't God. want it. This might be the most controversial thing that's ever been said. Oh, I said my considering. God. I said considering. I know it's table baby maybe maybe i don't know maybe the girl's sweet but she will not date till she's like 32 god and you're gonna have to sweat it so much you're gonna and you're gonna she's never gonna wear yoga pants and every guy that she hangs out with you're gonna be like this guy is a fucking idiot i don't look at this stupid dumb motherfucker i don't own get him out of here i don't own a gun get him out of here yeah yeah, I got every it. single one at that point, you know, because they all are basically when you're that when you're that age. I was that age. I knew exactly what I was up to. In, yeah. in it, but granted, I did stare into the solace eyes of many a father, where they knew exactly what I was doing as well, and it was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, like I know what you're up to. Everything you've thought about doing, <laughs> I've done it twice. <laughs> You're not pulling on me here, no, right? No, I know the tricks, motherfucker. And if you do something bad to my daughter, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, okay? If your plans are vague, fuck off. <laughs> Make some plans so I can check on you. <laughs> See you tomorrow, maybe. God, yeah, that that would be tough, man. That is going to be tough. No, it's not going to be. Because I'm not going to have it. And, and I'm going to have twin boys. That's it. <laughs> One go about. And it's final. It's final. Yeah. Peace on earth. Done. I just watched this um, documentary recently on like housing projects. Like, you know, the fucking projects were like multiple buildings. Like 20, projects? 20, 22 buildings. Like projects like ghetto? Eight, 10 stories. Yeah. You know, these big housing developments and stuff. Okay. And they were talking about that. And, you know, a lot of these are obviously it's, it's, I think it's like 92% black, all the people uh, that, that live there and I see all they have all these women who have three four five kids sometimes you know whatever the case may be um they're doing their thing and they don't have a husband so they're living off the state you know they're they're cashing those welfare checks the kid these daughters that they have they have daughters and these daughters, since they don't have dads, you know, because dad peaced out, he said, "I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I'm out of here. I'm I'm skipping town." So nobody's cracking that whip, you know, like we got to do, because because I feel like a third of your job as a father ends up being just as a corrections officer, the enforcer. Yeah, you're like, hey, sit, go, stop that, stop, quit hitting your sit, sit down, sit down. Or my favorite was my mother always said, like, wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> It's like holy hell! You just wait. I started crying immediately. It's like, please don't tell dad. Like I'd be in my room for like two and a half, three hours. It's like just she, dreading. She doesn't even reprimand you at all. You know, no, she doesn't say that. It. Was she's, it. Like, she's like, oh no, I'm just gonna tell your father. Well, and the problem was too is that she didn't tell him half the time, so I never knew because mm-hmm. I'd go up to dad 
and it was, it and, was and he was just like how are you why are you so upset and i was like i'm not sure <laughs> how was your day father? Yeah, your day was good then enough about me oh god no but let me put it let me finish my story sorry no that's fine they uh you know so these so it's just these moms looking over all these kids well they, she has these daughters and these daughters end up hanging out with these fucking yokels these thugs these these youngsters around here don't give a fuck and they're just gonna try to talk her into whatever they end up getting pregnant and boom you're right back in the system it's like it's like a never-ending cycle it's like how do you how do you get out of that and then you're stuck you're stuck in the fucking projects it's like who wants to be there well it's a project it's never finished (laughs) (laughs) it's a work in progress it's a work in project They've actually they've ended up demolishing a bunch of them, dude. And I'm just thinking, like, man, how much crime and just bullshit. well, I'm just thinking about like how many more tents are we going to be seeing? <sighs> so, so uh, let's get into this, dude. I want to, I want to, okay, okay. I want to, okay. You you go on your tangent, but let's get into this, okay? Because well, no, I want to discuss this as with far as the homeless. Okay. Well, it, but it has to do with family values as well. Um, so, my wife and I decided uh, a couple years ago. That we would, well, my family first off decided we, we were going to stop doing Christmas presents mm-hmm. for the kids. Sure. Get them some whatever toy or yeah, video. Or you got to get them one or two things. Something. Yeah. Just yeah. something. Um, but we, as a family, instead of exchanging t-shirts and fucking socks, mm-hmm. we go out for a weekend to the ocean and rent a house and we just have like a nice family weekend. Well, my wife and I took it a step further last year and decided to take donations, and we made all these like goodie bags to give to the homeless, and that's what we did on Christmas Day. And so we had, <clears throat> I don't know, we had over five hundred dollars donated, mm-hmm. but we got we went to Costco and we got um, like breakfast bars and hand warmers and gloves and beanies and scarves and socks and essential kind of things and we went out we had i think we did 60 bags and some had a couple more socks or a couple more hand warmers but we went out to downtown seattle handed that shit out in like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. no problem and it's like it was i felt good about it obviously but yeah. i also felt bad about it yeah. it was like we could have done twi- twice yeah. that we could have and nobody that took those or people that don't need them you know well, people would have seen the contents of them like oh yeah and, you know somebody else needs this I, I don't really need this that's nice but well in funny story we're outside of a a mission like a food line kind of mm-hmm. thing and i went up to one dude who seemed to be kind of the elder the godfather if you will <laughs> And I, I had like seven bags left. I gave them all to him. And I told him, go through these and give out what you think people need. If someone needs socks, they don't need the whole bag. If someone needs a bar, give them a fucking bar. Yeah. You know, just yeah. you divvy this up how you see fit. Take what you need, but then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the resources where they need to be. Yeah. No one needs this whole bag kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was definitely next year. We're trying to double it. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, I, I dig that. And you know, the thing is, you're focusing on the stuff that you can utilize. You know, beanie, some gloves. It's cold, man. It, exactly. You got to get by. You got to get by. You got to figure this out. Maybe you oh, have and something. Sandwiches. On your... We made sandwiches too. Yeah. For every... And maybe you have something on your head already. But you know, how much does that hat smell like urine? Yeah. Here's a brand at this new point. one. Yeah. You start. Fr- yeah. Start fresh. You know, it'll keep your ears warm. Yeah. And that's good. 
But yeah, I don't doubt you, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it didn't take any time before you you saw that many. I mean, sixty. I mean, it, it's crazy. I hear the numbers they say. They talk like twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand, and it's like, really? Are you guys? Are you sure you're getting them all? Are you counting all these mm. RVs that are on the side of the road that Just I know that three or that three or four people are leaving living in at least? Like, mm. uh, are we talking about these two? And you know, it's a tough discussion to have. Because if you want to get critical and you want to really dive into the subject at all, it sounds like you're basically telling the homeless to kick rocks and that you don't give a shit about them at all. But it's an issue that affects everybody in the community, every single person. It affects you. It affects me. It doesn't affect us as much as the guy who has to sleep behind, you know, some local bar or whatever he's doing or in the woods down the street, it doesn't affect us as much as him, but it does affect all of us. And it seems to be the only issue that keeps getting worse that nobody really has a solution for. I mean, I was listening to NPR the other day and they were touting Jenny Durkin, the new mayor. She was touting the fact that the uh, amount of a, uh, homeless people only went up in 2017 by 4%. It only went up 4%. So she was, they Cue were, the applause. you know, I mean, problem not solved. Problem not solved. They, they preface it with that. Problem not solved yet, but only went up 4%. Wow. Yeah. Only went up by 1,200 people. Uh, hey, great, great job, guys. You're, you're killing it. You're, you guys are killing it here. And they want these new taxes. They want to do all this stuff. You guys haven't proved that you can spend the last money effectively. Yet now you want us to give us give you guys more and and this is the time we're going to fix it. Fuck you. It, it's so insane. And 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 again, I don't know what the answer is, okay? I'm not saying I have the solution necessarily, but again, this is a problem that affects every single person on some level who lives in the community. Yeah, but I mean I completely agree, but it doesn't start right there, what you're talking about. It starts, um, Mr. Amazon can't pay for his taxes. Uh, You know, it starts up there, um, tearing down a block where less fortunate people were living, and then raising, or or making a fucking three-globe indoor forest where dogs are allowed <laughs> and then you refuse to pay your taxes you make 20 million a day and you can't pay that per year i don't know i i have not read uh anything credible i'm i'm just talking about what i hear but i definitely think it starts up there and i think it overlaps with what we were talking about earlier the heroin thing because, I mean, there's another interesting conversation whether you put or provide people with a clean place to medicate themselves. Do you provide needles? Do you have a overnight kind of stay? Do you leave when you're clean or do you leave when you're high? It's really confusing. Um, a lot of European countries have done a similar thing. And guess what? They stop using so much. They don't hide behind the corner because this is their chance. They can do it when they want. And 
actually join society. It's like when weed was super frowned upon. It's like you would get high when you could. You wouldn't get high just to get high. It was like here's the time to get high. So you do it. And that's kind of how heroin is. It's not medicate. It's fucking get high when you can. Uh, yeah, I hear where you're going with that. This is a really tough issue for me. Um, God, I don't know. I just I, I feel like I feel like you're almost promoting the problem more so. I mean, you say get high when you get high. I mean, honestly, if me and you wanted to get completely fucked up every single day, we could probably find a half an hour, forty five minutes. To get completely fucked up every single day. Yeah. And I will admit that I smoke probably more weed than I should, especially as a 30-something-year-old man. Oh, I'm talking about heroin. Not I, 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 I know. I okay. understand. We're not on the same place. But I'm just I'm just you know bringing it to my life. I smoke more weed than I should. No no question about that. But you know, there's always a time. There's always a time that you can get high at some point of the day. If you're determined to, if you really want to make it happen, if... You know, you got that itch. If if you got whatever it is that's going on in your brain that makes you think that kind of stuff is a good idea, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's some kind of chemical imbalance. I'm sure there's something going going on inside. You know, I've been close with some aspects of my life, but I don't think I've ever really gone over that edge where I started doing just uh, really destructive behavior and and couldn't walk it back. You know, I was on the I was probably on the edge of of getting to that destructive behavior. Probably a handful of times, but I think every time I did, I was able to walk it back just enough and put things in perspective and be like, this is not a good route. You know, this is not going to end well. And, you know, I know everybody, everybody can't do that and it's tough, but, um, I don't know if giving people a safe environment to get high, I don't know if, I mean, I'd. I would love to think that, that your theory is correct. You know, it's not my theory. but I'm just saying. Who knows? Yeah, it, it's a some theory. places are it's, doing it. It's a it's a theory. I did not come up with it. Yeah, <laughs> and again, we don't know exactly what the results are going to bear. Um, again, it's a hard it, it's a hard issue. I mean, if it was a simple problem, somebody would have figured it out by now. But it's not, and we're trying to get more money, and we're trying to throw more money at it, and you know, maybe that'll work. Uh, it's no guarantee, but um. We need to we need to stop making the new homeless people, okay? We got 12, 13, whatever, how many thousand it is that are living here now. Again, I think it's probably more. I mean, I, I see random tents just and all most, over the place. Most of which are good people. And, no, and and, and and that's, again, that's the problem. Overwhelmingly. That's the problem with this discussion. It, it, it makes it sound like you're vilifying these people, and it's not. You know, nobody wants people living on the streets. No question oh, about no. that. You know, and I've, and it's funny because... I've had discussions with people who are bleeding heart liberals and, you know, they want immigrants from other countries in here. They want to bring them in to help them out, you know, to improve their situation. And I say, well, you know, we got homeless people all over the place around here. I mean, you know, I, 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 I can respect the fact that you want to help these people out. But, I mean, if you're looking for people to help, we already got a surplus of those right here, right in town. And, you know, they come back with, well, you know, those people, yeah, it's not a good situation, but their basic needs are met, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, 
They're living in a Coleman tent under the I-5 freeway. Name brand tent. Under the freeway. <laughs> they're okay? You you think they're okay? They're living under the freeway. They did not buy that tarp. God damn it. When are you going to go to sleep? There's cars going by constantly. <laughs> 70 miles an hour. Oh, it sounds like the ocean waves. God. Oh. They're okay? They're fine. They're living under a freeway. I thought you guys were supposed to be the people that care here. That's you're okay with that? But did you see the collection of pallets they have? They're rich in pallets, dude. Those along I ninety, man. Those, that's like a. Sh- it's turned into a shanty town. But oh no, it's have, have you been under town. it? Um, right next to the public storage or one of those places down there. It's literally a little village, like under the overpass. It's insane. Like there's a library. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're staying educated. That's good. That yeah, well, I think they just kind of burned the books. But who knows? <laughs> Winter fuel. Oh, man, yeah. You I mean, ever fed the homeless, Aaron Berg? Um, all the time, man. I always have I always have extra stuff on my yep. truck, you know, or I have stuff that, like, spoiled today, and it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the sell date, not the spoiled yeah, date. Yeah, exactly. Give me a break. This has got a couple more days at least. Yep. This is a decent sandwich still. Yep. So I'll, I'll give that shit out. But this is what's funny about it, though, man. I've had times where I got a couple sandwiches. You know, I got two or three good ones. They, again, today's date. and uh, <laughs> The cream of the crop. <laughs> I mean, not the cream of the crop, but, you know, for free, they're pretty darn good. Creamy. And I'll try to give them up, and I'll pr- try to pass them off, and the guy will be like, oh, I, I, just want, I just want one. I just want one. Don't you have friends? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, well, excuse me, little Mr. Lord Fauntleroy. Jesus. Fauntleroy, that's where I got married. <laughs> We got to bring him into it. Going two sandwiches is too too much for you. Don't mm. get. But but that's the situation though. I mean, people are generous, but there's there's different levels. There's the cash generosity, which not as many people are generous to the to the corner beggars as far as the cash generosity goes. Food and foodstuffs. People will people will throw that stuff out all the time, dude. They'll always get, if they have anything in their car, they'll beg. Even a, a water bottle, even just a water bottle. You know, I got a capped water bottle. Hey, you want a want a water bottle? Yeah, sure. I see those guys. They have a pile of stuff always underneath their milk crate or whatever it is they're sitting on. Rations. They, they always do. They, they get inundated with shit, and that's the, that is to me is a testament to how great this country is. Is that even the most <laughs> even the most poverty stricken people of all? are inundated with shitty food. Yeah, I mean, I've had a uh, couple of run-ins. I mean, I, I love helping people and whatever. Um, but there was one, there's been a few times where leaving a restaurant and I've got like half a burger or half a chicken piccate or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. And there's a very homeless looking person. <laughs> Obviously not... Do- Incredibly homeless. <laughs> like... No violin or instrument or anything. Not even bagging. Or sleeping bag. No no bagging. Just laying there. Just like, hey, homie, I got some food for you. And they're just like, no, fuck you. Like, what? Just told you to fuck off? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I don't see any food. You're not hungry? <laughs> Do you really think I'm trying to poison you? Or Did you have a big sandwich earlier? What? <laughs> Are you what stuffed? God. You just had dinner at mom's house? What's going on? Yeah. I, yeah. So it's only food. I, I mean, if I had a guy one time, he had a uh, 
violin outside of a restaurant. I went out to have a smoke and it was only me and him on the corner and obviously I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. He's playing. was like, hey man, how's it going? He's like, any requests? And so. <laughs> any requests? Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. I was like, all right, all right. Challenge accepted. Ah, ah. Now I'm enticed and I had a little cash on me. All right, let's see how you do. <laughs> so I did the, uh, I asked him, Eric Clapton, um, Heaven. You know, the one he wrote Tears about it. Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yep. Yeah. And. And he's like, I don't know that one. And oh. so I sang it real quick. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay. All right, I think I got it. And he nailed it. <laughs> and it was weepy, and it was beautiful. Really? And people, you know, once the, the light turned, people uh-huh. kind of gathered around. And uh-huh. He fucking nailed it. Really? Gave the dude a tenor. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like, seriously. Like Because you didn't know the song. You asked if I wanted to hear something. You engaged. Yeah, you gave me the you option for, for the request. Money. Uh-huh. You're obviously not high as fuck because you'd be like, you scratch it more than a DJ. Just twanging wire. And and you know what? I I was in Vegas recently, and I was walking behind this. Oh yeah, really? Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Name drop. Name drop. No, and I was walking. Someone goes to Vegas quite often. I I'm a little bit of a jet setter, you know. He's got a plane ticket to go to Vegas right yeah, now. Yeah, Two tickets no. to Vegas. <laughs> no, I was walking across one of the bridges, and um, there was this older couple behind me, and there was these two kids, and I think one of them was playing. I think one of them was playing the violin, and the other one might have been playing the clarinet or something else. Clarinet's like a remember. midget a, saxophone. I, yeah, I was a little buzzed. I was a little. I just had a fresh one on, slightly so dehydrated. I can't remember exactly. Buzzed and but what I nourished. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm riding the high too of winning a little bit of money, so you know, I was in euphoric mode. But uh feeling good. But I remember I listened to the old couple behind me and you know, as we passed them, we got into the hotel and, and the guy was like, Yeah, see, you know, when they're doing something like that, you know, I'll, I'll always help them out. I'll give them some money. Sure, no problem. You know, some some old white guy, you know, with gray hair and, and his shorts on, you know. Snowbird. But 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 it's true though. It's true. I mean I mean when they're I mean, especially in your situation, you're, you're gonna take requests? You're gonna give me a request. Oh my god, I, well, it was just me and him hanging out. I kinda owe you something at this point. If you're gonna you're gonna play whatever song I want, what are you, Google music? I mean, come on. <laughs> Jeez, I owe you something. I pay them ten ninety nine a month. I, here, here's a ten spot for you. So I started calling him Siri. And that's not easy, man. I mean, there's some people that are gifted like that and they can just you can just say those notes, you know, and speak the song for them and they'll just hit him and you just got you got to go back over and over enough times, you know. Yeah. But uh and and people are inclined like that. Like some people have to read the music, but some people can just Oh yeah. Okay. And yeah, then yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. So, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I'll always show love. Okay. You you <clears throat> give me something. Give me something. Give me something to get for a service. Give me something to get excited about, you know. And uh, let me see what I got in here. Do I do I have a ten? Was it good? Maybe if I have a Jackson. Here's a little Jackson for you. That was amazing, man. I'm going to remember this. This is going to be burned into my memory. It's a moment. This was seven years ago. Easy. Mm -hmm. Right on the corner of Queen Anne and Mercer, outside of Toulouse. Toulouse Petit, Mm -hmm. which we actually stomped around last week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ten dollars, well spent, man. Well oh spent. yeah, I, I enjoyed it. He was there when we left too, because mm-hmm. I was just by myself having a mid, yeah, mid meal smoke. And uh, yeah, once we came out, he he had people around, and he had his hat was filled. 
All yeah, because right. it deserved to be. Yeah, I got to lube that shit up, don't I? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like, is somebody gonna mug somebody else when a guy's playing the violin like thirty feet away? Like, nobody's gonna commit a crime when this guy's playing Tears in Heaven on the corner. Yeah, everyone's gonna, weeping. Everybody's gonna be like, "Okay, I'm gonna pull it together here for a minute." All right, you know. Like, you know what? He is a good guy. Yeah, I forgive him. <laughs> Talking about dad. <laughs> It's like not, you know that's that's good that's good for the community okay what's good for the goose is good for the gander and I've it, never heard that before what well, does that mean eh, you know I don't know if it, it translates perfectly right there to be honest I might have was it normally I might have overstepped my reach there but I like stuff like that though you know it's good for the community people like if you don't like pleasant music then there's something wrong with you okay the yeah. sweet sounds of a violin I just watched a video of a ten year old conductor. That was the lead violinist? <laughs> All out. Okay, thank you. Um, I, I think that's what you call it. But yeah, he had like like 2015 maybe, um, like full grown adults queued up and they would just do whatever he wanted. And he, like he won the gold medal or first prize for some, I don't know, little tiny person <laughs> thing. They don't like to be called that, Devin. He was Asian, by the way. Oh, okay. So, duh. Probably Japanese just mastered something by 10. They do typically have higher IQs. Yeah. Not necessarily math, though. I think they're really good at counting. (laughs) That's a big element of math, though. Beats. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yes, that is math. I mean, everything breaks down to math. Plus... The golden ratio with plants. Plus, I bet his... He was Korean, so his parents have probably been shamed. I think he was Japanese. Oh, really? Okay, well, it's still plenty of shame to throw around. So probably eight, <laughs> eight, eight to nine years of shaming, you know? So at that point, he knew how much of a piece of garbage he was, and he had to be have you ever the been, best violinist out there. Have you ever been hit with bamboo? Oh, my God. It hurts. Oof, I don't want to relive that one. All right. No, thank you. Parma was a clever, crafty bitch. <laughs> She was so mad. <laughs> Majority of the time, yes. Oh, my God. She was a great lady. I, that's what, she is a great lady. I'm yeah, sorry. She she's is. still with she, us. She is still with us. She is still with us. How dare you? Um, yeah. Rest no, in peace. She is always remembered for being angry. And that's not what I... But that's not what I remember for as all. All I remember for as is just like being embarrassing and like over the top and just like, Mom, chill out. Jesus. Oh, my God. God come on. God, and everybody else, and, and all, but everybody else's memories of her are just her yelling about something. And I'm like, God, was was she that much of a tyrant? No, it, it she was not a tyrant necessarily, but you disappointed her. That's pretty much it. Well, come um, on, is that a surprise to anybody? I mean, come on, Devin. She 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 wished you were better. Um, come on, we've had episodes that got 12, 12 listens. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, the thing was, is that your mom, uh, she was more of an East Coast person. So her yelling was love. Yeah. You know how us West Coast people, it's like, if you look at me cross, I think you hate me. Yeah. Like, we're passive. Yeah. She just let you know how she felt. Yeah. Loudly. Mm-hmm. She wasn't yelling at you. She was making sure you heard. She was very clear. Oh, yeah. Very forward. She didn't. She, she let uh, you know what she expected. She didn't mince her words at all. Nope, don't you know. turn my giraffe that direction. <laughs> Thank you. That was placed exactly how I wanted it. Yeah. 
And and I I dig that. And yeah. I think you take a little from her, the OCD side, a little bit. On certain aspects, no question. You notice things. They don't necessarily drive you crazy, but I'm the same. Is I notice things. I know if someone moves something, whether it's my pile of laundry on the floor, and it's like, I've got organized chaos everywhere. My room is definitely not clean most of the time, but I know where <laughs> everything is. I know exactly what pile my shirt is in. I know where to look for it. Okay. Listen, I'm going to start uh, asking the hard questions here, Devin. Oh, geez. We're going to delve into it. I'm circumcised. <laughs> when the clothes are on the ground, how do you know if they're clean or not? Different piles. Depending on the pile. So you know you didn't go Rick James and were stomping your boots on that clean pile of clothes that you were sure was actually dirty but it got cross-contaminated because when you stumbled into bed the night before, you kicked the top of the pile over to the other one. So that top shirt, the plaid one that you know that you wore to the dinner that was two nights ago, you know that was in the dirty pile. But it was the clean ones before, I mean, what what's going on? I mean, this is, I don't, I don't understand it. This is the tough question. It's not man. organized chaos. It's chaos chaos. The tough question. Uh, well, the answer is, I put my clean pile out of my natural trail. You ever seen the uh, Serengeti? There's trails. Guess what? My stuff's not in the trail when it's clean. There's a dirty pile. There's a clean pile. And they're in different rooms. Okay. I've got a room that I... It's the guest bedroom. And it's my closet because the wife takes up everything else yeah you always banish to the to the extra whatever left oh, i we, prefer it whatever left we have for you you can have that you peasant yeah but i actually had to tell her to stop doing my laundry because she'd mix all of our shit up mm-hmm. and then it'd just be me sifting through watered down laundry and it's like this how would she mix them up would she crossing would... socks i mean what Everything she would, anything and everything, give you her panties. I got a half load. She's got a half load, and she puts the full load in. Uh-huh. And then it comes out, and then it's more for me to discover and get through. <laughs> it fucking sucked. I, I resp- thank you very much, but please stop doing that. I will do my own fucking laundry. We talked earlier. I've been doing my own laundry since like first grade. Mm-hmm. Don't touch my shit. Yeah, I know when I need to clean stuff. I know where I put it. I know what's clean. I know what's dirty. Just don't mess with that. It's mm-hmm. worked for, I don't know, 27 years. Yeah. Well, I will say, Devin, you are very new age in that regard. I don't need my Thank lady. You? I don't need my lady to do my laundry for me. I'll no, do that goddamn off. laundry. Cook and clean. <laughs> well, no, you were saying earlier, you, you'll do the cooking too, even. Oh, yeah. You'll go that route, you know? I would love to be a stay-at-home dad. Sad. We <laughs> talked about this. Devin would love to be sad. <sighs> It'd be the happiest day of my life. <laughs> I do have a dog, no kids. Contraception, hell of a drug. It's just, it's such a safer path, you know, than delving down the kid thing. Yeah, if she makes a million dollars all the time, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I want well. a place in Shalan. We don't have that option, though, man. We don't have that option to to make a million, to just date some chick that makes a million. Because the thing is, if oh if no, chick, you and I know no, because because the thing is, if your chick makes a million, she wants you to make one point two. See, I've already married this girl, so technically she's mine. Yeah. No prenup, nothing. So now you need to get out there and be really ambitious. See, but I have more debt 
because I bought the house. Mm-hmm. Her name's not on it. So I think, it, let's say I cut ties tomorrow. She's got to take half of that debt. So I think I come out on top, mm-hmm. even though her bank account might be better right now. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that's some crafty finagling you got well, yeah, going on Yeah, I got to keep there. up on it. I got to know my sh- options. Holy shit, I got to write this down. I mean, I love down. her. She's my best friend, but, yeah, you know. But is that the problem with marriage these days, though, man? Is that people don't realize that this is forever, forever, ever, forever, ever? Sorry, Miss Jackson. Um, yes, I. Well, no, I don't know. I just. Don't. I mean, do married couples when you get married, do people realize that the difference is when you're going the distance? Sometimes you're going to have a bad year. There's going to be a 12 month period where things are not going smoothly. Like, sucks, can yeah, can people yeah. can people deal with that? I think I think the issue is religion is not as you know forward thinking or or or, or present mm-hmm. um, because people used to be scared to go to hell. <laughs> so they good, w- good motivation. Yeah, they wouldn't. You know. Yeah. Do you want to burn forever and suffer forever, mm-hmm. or do you want to stick with this guy? <laughs> yeah, he's got a beer gut, and he's kind of a dick sometimes. But hell sounds terrible. It's super hot. So yeah, what do you think? I don't do well in that climate. <laughs> Way too fair-skinned. Yeah, I, I'm going to burn. I, But I think the stakes are gone, though. I think the stakes are gone, and Speaking people are just steak. like, <laughs> there's a callback for you. I think it's just people are just like, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I mean, you know, we'll just, yeah, just it's like. It well, and and the shotgun wedding isn't even a thing anymore. It's like, my dad's not going to force you to marry me, but we're pregnant, so marry me. Okay, hold on. Let me clear this up for me. Yes. The shotgun wedding is, I knocked you up, therefore we don't want to have a child out of wedlock, so we're going to have a hasty wedding. Shotgun is... Let's say you hit my sister up, uh-huh. and my dad goes to you with a shotgun. Oh, a, legi- liter- a, lit- a literal shotgun. Yes. Oh, that's okay. a shotgun wedding. Okay. I thought it was just you know we're just firing off here well, quick. That's what happens when you say no. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like you better okay. marry her and take care of this child. Okay. So it's done a, and done. It's a proposal at gunpoint because you fucked his daughter and gave her a little baby. Yeah. Yep. Well, again, that's, I mean, we need accountability. That's what we need. And again, I was talking about the projects and, you know, these 12, 13, 14 year old little girls who get pregnant because some dumbass little punk convinced them to let him fuck them with no condom. And then they have a baby and then he's gone. He's doing whatever. Who, who knows where he is two weeks later? And then, you know, people are stuck in this cycle of shit again. And you can't get out of that. Especially when you don't have a somebody to support you, you know? You gotta take care of that kid. What are you gonna do? It's crazy. Let's cut all the dicks off. I mean, not mine. There's some feminists that would probably agree with some of the stuff you're saying right now, Devin. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a, You mean I mean, that one? Most thing? of them have blue hair, but red hats too. Oh God. <laughs> we need more dads in the house, okay? Yeah, we're correction. We have to be corrections officers, okay? Yeah, it's not fun all the time. There's, no, but there's, it's necessary. There's no such thing as like a Glock nine wedding. Like you need a shotgun. This is a country kind of thing. Yeah, you got to be out there, fireman. You got to have your shotgun to clear your property of all these jerks. Yeah. Well, and it's got a good spread. Your cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna... It ain't a buckshot, bitch. Yeah, yeah. One of those BBs might not kill you, but you know it'll get your ass off my property at least. Yeah, it'll make you scoot. Yeah. 
Uh, so let's talk about baseball then. Oh, Transition. Okay. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's boners had to be taken down there. I, I brought the hard ball. <laughs> Two Seema down the middle. Fucking Mariners, man. You know, we won't get into this too One long. One strike, but... two balls. <laughs> we won't get into this too long, but man, they're having a season, dude. I couldn't believe it. So I, 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 I'm still waiting for them to break everybody's heart, though. Just break everybody's heart like they do right when it comes down in the clutch. Fucking kill you. That was wistful. <laughs> the thing I love about Mariners fans is we have a heart of glass. I said glass, not gold. Because it shatters quite often. <laughs> Usually towards the end of the season. Usually towards the end. Um, I did actually uh, shout out Facebook. Uh, they're our sponsor. But <laughs> I had a memory on Facebook that Facebook let me know I had. And it was something along the lines of, why am I more excited about the Mariners at Game 60 than I am about the NBA Finals? I remember game that. Three. I remember that. And... I think the clear answer was because no one cares about the NBA and the Mariners had a fighting chance. Right now, we're way better than we were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Way better. I, I want to say, as of yesterday, we had the third best record in the entire league. Yeah. Second to only the Yankees and somebody else. Yeah. We had the Astros by two games in our own division and shit. They won the Super Bowl, right? I think they won today, too, dude. They, they won the Super Bowl. They're fucking killing it. NHL, Stanley Cup, they won. I mean, they won every sport. Wimbledon, they were there. They won. What are you writing there? Yeah. Uh, no, dude, I was just thinking about it. You're you, critiquing. No, 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 not critiquing. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm working off your ideas. I hear your disdain that you have for the NBA and... I'm not going to say you're a bad person for that. Okay? Thank you. Basketball is my sport, but I'm not going to say you're a bad person for that. I'm not going to say it's completely unfounded. Okay, It is a little tough watching the NBA these days. So I'm going to propose some rule changes here. Mm. Switching things up a little bit. To for the make, NBA. For, to make the NBA more exciting. Yeah, This is what I'm going to propose, you guys. Listen up. And sports betting is legal now, so that's definitely a factor here. At the end of the game, what's the worst part of the end of the game? What's the worst part about the end of an NBA game? Um, I'm going to say the guy dribbling it out and no one giving the Dribbling shit. out sucks. That's in the blowout. What really sucks, though, in an NBA game is constant fouling all the time. Oh, constant fouling. Towards the end, the, the, the end of the game, not after the end. Okay. Toward, yeah, towards the end of the game, the constant fouling is such a fucking bullshit. Two minutes is half an hour. Exactly. It's commercial breaks, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Sponsors, whatever. It sucks, Okay. So why don't we do this? The refs too, they suck. Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, it, or it, they just don't care. The 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 calls that they that are made are just so arbitrary sometimes that you don't even know exactly what the rules are or what is allowed and what's not. It's just it, it almost feels like it's made up. It almost feels like there's somebody in the refs earpiece who's like, "Okay, we need to foul right now. Foul right now. Foul right now. 27. Number 27. 27. Get him." <laughs> Yeah, foul, 27 on the arm. You know, it, it, it almost, it honestly feels that way sometimes. So, Lock in the back. So what I'm proposing, at least in the playoffs, when it gets down to the last five minutes of the game, we go to street rules. Oh. We go to street rules, okay? Tommy likey. You, you call your own fouls, okay? You call your own fouls, but not only do you call your own fouls, we add another element to it. 
the crowd, the crowd is involved. The crowd is involved. So if you want to How? call, if you want to call your own foul, we show the replay, and the crowd gives their reaction. Yay or nay? Gives their reaction. They're they're the final. They're the final. <laughs> they're the final judge and oh. jury. The crowd. If they boo your ass, fuck you. Check it up. We're going the other way. You missed, asshole. Okay? You should have made that, but you missed. You went to the cup. You didn't have what it took, and you missed, <laughs> all right? The people said it. You, if this, if we were in Rome, you'd be getting your fucking head cut off right say, now. I the fucking right? tigers come out? You'd be getting your fucking head cut off right now, LeBron, all right? Fuck you, and play some defense, all right? Stop slapping your own wrist. Tee it up, pal. Get out there. Defend Durant four feet from the parade. Perimeter and make sure he doesn't wax in your face. You're a fucking teammate. <laughs> the people have spoken. Fuck you, Spartacus. I say that. And you know what? And, and they'll hold him accountable. They will hold them accountable. Nobody would call no home weeks. team. Home team? Hold on. Home team's always going to go one way. Are you going to split this like college football? Are you going to have the away crowd televised, you know, okay. from the middle thing? Okay. We get one ref. We get one ref. And he judges crowd reaction with a bias to the home court advantage okay okay you cannot measure that impossible impossible no no so if somebody if somebody gets hacked the home team hacks lebron you know they're in golden state on the road they're in golden state and lebron gets hacked going to the rim it's bad he got hit hard you're gonna and so uh, who's the ref judge judy what are we doing here? Exactly. Exactly. She's <laughs> just going to be like, you know what? I think you're a bad person. Exactly. But it's like, oh, I don't know about that one. It's like, yeah, uh, we'll let it slide. You know, they're going to start booing, you know? So it's they're going to figure like, that uh, out within three games. <laughs> you're right. They will. They will. And they'll be like, oh, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. He fucking hit the shit. Ow. He fucking, he fucking hit the shit out of him. Oh, my God. It was some, that was bullshit, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, know. man. That, that would be good, though, you know? Because, again, they would... You hold yourself accountable, and you don't want to be that player who's calling weak fouls for themselves. Okay, LeBron doesn't want to be that no guy blood, who's, no who's calling weak fouls. You want to be known as that guy. You want to be known as Mr. Glass when you take it to the glass. No pun intended, but Mel Gibson. <laughs> um, no, I I see what you're saying, but I think street rules. Yes, that further step, the crowd thing, I don't mm-hmm. agree with. I don't think that could work, but mm-hmm. the. Just straight street, five minutes in, just play. Yeah. Just fucking play. Yeah. And if... Ref checks you the ball, honestly, and then he walks away if you slowly. Don't, if you don't need stitches, quit it. You know? Especially if you're taking it to the cup. If you're LeBron, you can mow so many people <laughs> over. If you're Kyrie Irving or whomever, you can climb a giant body. Yeah. Or you can dunk. weave around him, blah, blah, do this and that, up and over. Yeah. yeah. If you make the goddamn shot... Or if, honestly, you got thrown down, mm-hmm. you can raise your hand and just, like, yeah. there's a bitch point. How about this? The last five minutes, you only get four bitch points mm-hmm. where you can test, like, I was fouled. <laughs> Unless you're bleeding out of your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can just be like, no, that was definitely a foul. And then you could look at the other dude and he's like, yeah. Come on, bro. Come on. Dude, you were there. You, totally you saw got, that. You totally got me. You you know what happened. Yeah. If the if, if the... Nine other people on the court agree with you, mm-hmm. or it's like the Senate, almost. the majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, gonna be one or two honest guys from the other team, like, dude, that was pretty bad, dude. That was why'd okay. you, why'd you do right. that? All right. Or if you get the tap on your wrist, fuck when off. you're shooting, when you're shooting four feet behind the arc, okay, okay. Why are you taking that shot? Your team sucks. 
I mean, yeah, you recovered well. But that's what they do, though. They just fucking huck it up, dude. That's why you can't beat Golden State well, if they're hitting why, shots. So what are you worried about? A little fucking pigeon hitting your wrist. I mean, game two, Steph Curry, he shot a three at the end. They were already up by like 10. But Are you, are you using Rogaine? I'm sorry. He shot a three at the end, and the guy didn't even touch him, but he still fell down. He still fell down, though, and they called the foul for him. It was ridiculous. And people bitch about soccer players. And again, it was the slow motion that exposed this. And that's what I'm saying. The crowd needs to veto that. So, you know me. I'm a big soccer fan. And, fucking hooligan. Yeah, fucking hooligan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hear it all the time. None of my friends are big soccer fans for the most part. Um, but I hear it all the time. It's like, oh, soccer, you know, you guys fucking flop and this oh, and that. Oh, and, oh. oh, they're such pussies, whatever. First off, they don't really wear pads. Second, someone's trying to kill you Same with any other sport. And third, have you seen every other sport? If you want to compare it to hockey, hockey's way more badass. They actually punch each other. <laughs> That's a thing they do. And they take the soft gloves off. Yeah. It's not like boxing. They actually try to knock teeth out. Yeah. But it's like, have you seen the NBA? These guys slap their own wrists and yell and act like they're hurt. Yeah. The NFL, oh, come on! The NFL changed a rule a while ago because homies would fake a, a hamstring injury in the last two minutes and yeah. like, oh, medical timeout. Yeah, stop the clock. In soccer, they keep track of the timing. If you're down too long or they're going to pull someone out, then you're down a player for a while. If they have to, there's only three subs allowed. Oh, really? There's only three subs allowed in the whole 90 minutes. Yeah. So, like, if someone's actually injured, you got to sub. You have to. Or you're playing down a man for a while. Yeah. You well, better actually be hurt. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's all strategy. Of course, if someone clips you and it doesn't take you down, you might lay down just so you get the call. Yeah. A foul's a foul. If you can play through it, you can play through it. But, I mean, if you're in that area and someone gets you... Lay down. Get the yeah. call for your team. Get the rest of your teammates up there and maybe score a goal. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, you know, these basketball players, it's like, you guys are the best athletes out there, okay? LeBron, you're six foot eight and you're still athletic as fuck. You can dribble between your legs. You can dunk from the free throw line. Like, you guys should be able to deal with some contact. When you're going to the cup, if the if the person defending you gets any of the ball at all before completely plowing you like that should just be allowed you know you're gonna go up for it hey that's fine i'll, I'll meet you at the rim i'll meet you at the rim we'll we'll see who prevails here see you up there exactly i mean you're trying to throw it down as hard as you can like i'm gonna try to throw it right back at you you know that should that kind of shit should be allowed so the, the the kind of fouls that need to be called, I think as you go further out, then you can get more ticky-tacky, uh, equivalent speaking. But when you're at the cup, hey, we're both going up. Let's see what happens here. This sparks could fly. Who knows what's going to happen? You remember that uh, that experiment they had on TV where it was like the trampoline NBA kind of thing? Oh, well, they I had think a bunch so. of trampolines set oh, up. Oh, my God. What was that game called? I don't know. Um, but it was like. 2005 it was like jump ball or something yeah something. i think it was called jump ball <laughs> yeah that was right. the most entertaining shit ever <laughs> like those guys there was what happened to that the poor motherfucker jumping by the rim and then this guy came from 20 feet away yeah, and the momentum had... was just like and you had to try to time it yeah you're just in the way <laughs> <laughs> that was i think it was called jump ball man yeah it didn't last that was right around the same time as uh xfl, as, as, uh, XFL. and i remember i know me and you used to watch this 
fucking battle bots. Oh, what a good show. <laughs> the battle bots, dude. I think they came back with something similar. They did. I don't know if it's still on right now. I don't I don't get a lot of TV time. But... Yeah, I don't have cable anyway. Yeah, but uh yeah, the battle bots, man. Oh god. Man, six footers and battle bots. Jeez. <sighs> I mean that shit was intense, man. You saw parts flying, sparks flying, people getting flipped into the air. That was no <laughs> joke, man. It's so funny. Those fucking nerds put a lot of time into those robots. They put way too much time into them. <laughs> way too much. What'd you guys do for work? Did you guys buy Microsoft in 90, 1992 and well, sell it in 98? They're definitely working out of someone's mom's garage. God. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah, somebody's mom's making a ton of Totino's pizza bites Ooh. for those fucking nerds. Ooh. God. Just, just nerds. Straight up. And they, they industrialized it. You got to give him a little credit for that, but... Well, the funny thing is, like, it's so simple. Flip the bitch over. Well, there's a... Yeah, there's a flipper. There's the saw. The the the, the, there's, and there's the deadly one was the saw. Dude. Oh, yeah, there's the pickaxe. Yeah. If you flip it over, it can't perform. <laughs> yeah, but how anticlimactic is that? You just got to hopefully move it to the buzzsaw in the I corner. I'm trying to win. Move it to the buzzsaw in the corner and then get it to... Get it to fucking get... <laughs> Or that the or the, the the Gallagher hammer in one of the corners yeah. that would just smash down on it. I think it was Thor's. Well, you know, tomato, tomato. But <laughs> but oh my god, that is good reality TV though. Like, let's get some people together and let's break some stuff. You know, let's fuck some shit up. No, let's make people fall in love with this robot that they spent months on. <laughs> And then watch it get crushed. <laughs> Just get it ripped. Yeah, I'm looking the, at the other angle right there. Oh, my God. Let's watch these people just be pained. That's true. Fuck. That's true. We need the camera, the sidelines, yeah, of as the destruction is The happening. wives in the grandstands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah these... Oh, no. This robot that my husband spent fucking nine months on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. These four guys who have almost blown all their marriages have spent all four of them have spent 2000 hours in the last 6 months working on this goddamn robot <laughs> and they're still a failure. <laughs> just, see, that's the best part of the show for me. <laughs> you guys wasted that much time and you still lost? You fucking loser. Yeah, straight up losers. Oh my god. And that's when you turn your TV off and say, "I'm glad I'm not you." And you put your dick away and like go to bed. <laughs> That's what makes me not want to commit to anything, you know, is like spending too TV? much time. No, spending too much time on something and still being bad at it. Like <laughs> that just like, no, I don't, I don't want to try that. No, I'm good. I'm good. Piano. There's eh, a lot of keys. There's eh, a lot of keys. I don't know. What are we counting? 78? What's that? I mean, I can't. No, it's too high. I could hit a couple at a time. It's too tight. Like, I don't even want to try. Just the, the, the idea of me failing, which is a high probability, is just. So it's something that I don't even want to have to deal with, and I don't even want to go there. You could always learn something, you but it's really yourself. frustrating to not learn it that fast. Yeah, and our brains are past that now. It's just it it sucks sucking at stuff. Oh yeah, that's why you don't try anymore. Yeah, yeah, but but then again, when you do something, I haven't new, tried to fly in a long time. <laughs> but then again, when you do something new, you always have to risk sucking. Anytime you do something new. Well, and even if you do suck, it's about getting up and being okay with sucking. Yeah. But to actually, like, really, really suck, that sucks. Like, if you, I don't know, tried to wakeboard. First time wakeboarding 
was with you at your cabin. I remember you and your brother like, give me all these tips. And I got up my first time mm-hmm. and it was great. And I'd like kind of did it for a bit. If it took me five times to get up and I sucked at it, I probably would have been a little discouraged. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said I sucked. Yeah. It's like, no, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, you gotta, you gotta persevere a little bit, but if you just, if you just suck at something, you suck at something. Well, that's the tough thing is, is yeah. Knowing that, Straight up, this this wasn't intended for you. Well, you've like, got to accept that sorry, fact sometimes. But you're not good at this. Yeah, that's the that's the tough part. But yeah, but you do have to persevere. Per- persistence and perseverance. Honestly, those are probably the two two of the most important characteristics that you need to have in this world that we live in if you want to be successful. You got to be able to fuck something up, to uh, fail at it, to not do it well. And still be like, oh shit, that was that was not good. Let's not do that. Not let's, so good let, at let's, that. Let's let's do it differently than that. Let's make sure that doesn't happen again because that that wasn't cool. I didn't enjoy that. Like, I mean, Winston Churchill. One of his favorite quotes that I have is, "Success is the ability to go from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm." Hmm. Like, that's 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 it right there. That's it because that's life. That's life for you. And and that guy, he, you know, he's a prime. He was a prime minister. Of England during one of the most trying periods of their entire existence as a country, and he came into that situation as prime minister, and you know he felt like a completely complete fuck up. You know he couldn't even believe that they were putting him in that situation when it when it came to it. He was he was shocked, but that's how life goes. You know, no matter where you are at the chain, shit's always going to happen to you. It's going to happen to everybody. You know, it's going to be different stuff for every person, but it's going to happen to everybody. You know, people in your family are going to die. You're going to have to deal with some bullshit that you didn't want to deal. But how do you deal with that? How do you get past it? Where do you go from here? Are you going to let that cripple you, or are you going to take it in stride? Are you going to learn from it, however you can? Learn from it. And are you going to move forward? How are you going to move forward? Yeah, that's the main thing. Is I think learning from it. Like I've had some tragic losses. We both have. In our lives. Um, but yeah, it's about how you... It's not about <clears throat> the blow, I suppose. It's about, you know, getting back up. I'm thinking of Rocky right now. Mr. Balboa. How he fucking got his ass back up and kept fighting that goddamn Russian. Mm-hmm. Classic Ivan. And there's so many aspects of our life where, above all else... If you just stay in the game, if you just stay there, be there, be a part of it, good things will eventually happen for you. Like enough time will pass if you're around that something you're going to get a lucky break. Something's going to work out in your favor. The pendulum's going to swing back your way. For sure. But you got to be there and you got to still be fighting and you still got to be conscious to know what's going on and to take advantage of that situation when it does turn into your favor. Well, good things happen to good people. I fully believe that. I mean, karma is a nice idea. Um, it, I think there's some warranted stuff there. No question. But, I mean, if you're a good person, good things are going to happen to you. Straight up. And if something's down, I mean, cliche, but, uh, you know, the night is darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing if we were quoting stuff. I don't know who said that. I think it was Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. But <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> now he comes back every year. You haven't heard this? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you just keep your head down and keep doing good. 
to others, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And let's say luck doesn't go your way, way uh, but everyone else that you've done good by, they're going to remember that shit. Mm-hmm. And they'll help your ass out. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Exactly. And again, that's putting out good energy, good vibes into the world. And yeah, that that gets returned to you at some point. Whether, like you said, whether it's the person is helping you out because you need to, or again, you just hung out, you you stayed in the pocket, you stuck in there, you kept swinging, and eventually something good happened for you because you're a good person and you put good stuff out into the world. Well, it's like you and me; we've known each other a long time. And I've never crossed you, to my knowledge. You've never crossed me, to my knowledge. And if you called me and uh, down and out needed a place, I wouldn't even hesitate. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's the same vice versa. For sure. And so, I mean, we don't owe each other anything. We just know we've been there for each other. Mm -hmm. And that's that. No questions asked. You've, You've put out good stuff into the world for long enough. I've seen it long enough from you that... This is yeah. This is a good person. This is somebody who who needs help. And again, yeah, this is somebody who would, in a moment's notice, return the favor for me. So yeah, yeah obviously, when I wouldn't ask if I didn't need to. Exactly, and you know, yeah, nobody wants to come to that point ever. But, but yeah, that's I mean that that's life though, man. Life is dealing with adversity. I mean, you know, you look at, I think it's the Hindus. I, I'm not completely sure, but you know, life is suffering. Okay, that's what it is, and mm, I think that's Buddhist. Buddhist, I think you're right. I think you're right. So I see yeah, that. That was why I gave a little bit of caution there. But life is suffering, and I'm not saying I completely believe that, but to a certain extent, you're right. It is. Well, this is your challenge. Yeah, and life how you is gonna your challenge to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to deal with that suffering? You know, it's going to happen. To everybody again. Everybody's parents are going to die. You know, it's not a fun thing to deal with. Okay, obviously it's not siblings, but it's gonna... friends, family. Every... This is the craziest thing about Fucking life. Fucking pets. This is the craziest thing about life. Okay, I tell this to people sometimes. Every single person that you know in your life, at some point, you will have to deal with their death. Unless you die before. Device. Unless you die before them. Yogi Berra. That's the only way. Let me quote. I mean... Make sure you go to other people's funerals because if you don't go to theirs, they won't go to yours. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the only way to not have to deal with it. I mean, it's fucked up. It's crazy. It's tragic to think about. But that's life. That's how it all ends. Mm-hmm. You know? And we're only here for a certain amount of time. But, yeah, it's just how you deal with it. You're going to dust yourself off or you're just going to let it completely ruin you? You're going to let it get you on that heroin addiction that you've been meaning to get into? I mean, you know. And, Seriously, and, I might pick that up at 80. I don't know. Let's see what all the all the rave is about. At least give it a chance or two, you know. Come on. All let's see. I am saying. These people look so comfy on the couch. Give hair on a chance. <laughs> Get that motherfucking diesel. No, you got to you just got to you got to be able to deal with it, you know. You got to be able to deal with it where it's, it's all it's going to come to us all eventually. It's just how well, do it's you It's about being prepared for it and make, making sure that you're on the right terms with everybody. You know, mm-hmm. could be the last time every person just mm-hmm. say you love them and yep. have and, a hug. Don't be scared to hug people. Yeah. And and you're right. And, to, and to, just tell them how you feel, you know. And I've got to the point where I'll tell even my really good friends now, you know, I'll be like, hey, hey, good to see you, man. Love, love you, bud. You know, and I'll tell them that stuff. And like, and sometimes they react funny, you know. And, and, and hey, that's, that's your prerogative. You get to take whatever I throw out there, however you want to take it, you know. I, I don't get to choose how you take it. But... At the same time, yeah, I want the people who matter in my world, I want them to know 
how I feel about them because because yeah, you never know what fucking happened. We all get on the freeway out there every single day. Christ. I mean, we're driving gigantic metal missiles at 80 miles an hour and I mean it's 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 they're a more mir- like they're more like tombs. It's it, it's a miracle that more people aren't banging into each other on the freeways every goddamn day than there is. It's a miracle to me. Yeah, uh <laughs> I don't want to talk about the transportation. I'm sorry. I'll just go on a tangent cuz I'm so disgusted by it at this point. Um but yes, loving your other uh your sidekick, your person, your family, your friend. Um it should be spoken. I remember when we lost a friend of ours, his name's Ross. Um me and my close buddies that were close with Ross, we got kind of different groups. Um but we decided nothing but hugs from now on like, sorry no more handshakes no more <laughs> high fives when i see you, i'm gonna hug you i'm gonna kiss you mm-hmm. like that's it i've to this day kissed my dad on the lips every time i've seen him and my mother like, that's just i'm comfortable with my manhood i can wear a pink fucking shirt <laughs> i can kiss my father it's salmon it's fucking salmon it's sockeye, bro. Yeah, no, that you, you got to do it, man. I mean, you gotta just just you love gotta the let people. just just let them know how you feel. Just let them know how you feel. You know, and sometimes when you have bad emotions for them, you got you got to let them know about that too. You know, those conversations obviously aren't as fun, but just let them know how you feel. It's 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 the kind of situation where, you know, if anything ended up happening. Do you want to live with that regret of maybe the la- you never oh, yeah. really told them how you feel about them and you never let that friend know that how important they were to you, especially that one time when you were in that situation that was really difficult that you had to deal with and they were there for you even through all that bullshit that was going on? Like, you got to let people know about that. And like you said, you said, no, I'm not doing the handshake. There's something about a hug. Like, I don't know what it is, but like something is released when you hug a person. Even if it's, even if you're hugging it out with another bro, you know, even if you're just broing it out with a couple of dudes, something happens there. Like, and I don't know how we discovered this as human beings, but just that embrace like does something to us. It's so, it's so weird. We're such social creatures. Yeah. There's definitely something to be said about a hug. You can't even explain it, but, but, but there's nothing to be said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, You can't describe it. It's just, it's a nice embrace, uh, but there are rules, okay? Yeah. So, wedding and funeral, you can hug for longer than five seconds, or post two tap. Post two tap, okay. Tap and then yeah, yep. Okay, okay. So it's a hug, embrace, one, two, done. Mm-hmm. You can you can breach that at weddings and funerals. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than that, though, the two taps good. Or you can do a slap and a hard hug, mm-hmm. and then tap tap like a quick tap. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. There's there's bah, some bah. rules about it. Yeah. There's also a side hug or a one arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of those. I'll do those with girls because they're weird. The girls are all about the side hug. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know, it's when it's somebody else's girlfriend, you know, and you're and you're trying to show oh, a little no, love. No, no if, the, if if that girl is taken, by all means, yeah, I go in. But if oh. that girl's single, then she's more of a side hugger. Oh, you side hug the singles. Okay. Well, yeah, because I don't want anyone else to get the wrong idea. Like, she's open. I don't want to close off her shop. Mm-hmm. 
some people are looking, you know, whatever. And if I just grab her, pick her up and catch up with me, like, nah, it's not going to work out. Yeah, that's true. For her. I'm, I mean, I'm married. I'll go home and. Yeah. You don't want to blow up the spot for her. Yeah. Like, I'm doing it for her. Yeah. That's true. No, but she's a good person that's always. True. There is some hug rules, though, man. You're right. You, you're definitely right about that. The five-second two-tap. Yeah. The fi- yeah, two-taps. Yeah, you can... You well, can... It's the embrace and then a mm-hmm. tap, tap, release. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're tapping out. And then maybe like a handshake MMA after fight. if you have to. Yeah. If it's yeah. more important, like a two-handed handshake. handshake. Yeah. yeah. A two-handed handshake? Yeah. You, well, you no. get them on the outside, you know? No, you never do that. Yeah, you do. If it's really, like really your wife's you. grandfather, maybe. Really good to see you. Oh, no. Really good to see you, Jack. Are you Jewish? <laughs> no. I feel like that's a really Jew thing to do. No, that's, that's Obama's. That's Obama's technique. Well, Actually, no, he's a he's a shoulder grabber. Yeah. Uh, he's no, going to force it, you in. It, it would cost half of the same. <laughs> that wasn't bad. It, it, it was a little more Kennedy than if Obama. He, if you gave him treatment and they got uh, treatment early... That's his best line ever. You know, everybody's got their gaffes, especially when you're president. But that was a <laughs> uh, breathalyzer. It was, you got we'll any, watch that after we get done recording here. But you got any Trump? Um, oh, come on. I feel like Trump is like, it's just too corny. You know, it's like so predictable. You could just exa- say anything. exactly. Like he definitely- you could just do it like this. It would be great. Oh, it was great. They all. A lot of a lot of really great people. They worked hard. They did great. Oh, you know they're I doing know. fabulous. <laughs> really amazing stuff is being done, people. Okay, really amazing stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That was pretty good. Was Thank pretty you. Good. Thank you, man. I, I I need to spend more time on this. You know, I don't. I, but I. But when you talk to yourself, you feel like you're crazy, though, man. You feel like you're crazy. I and talk I gotta to watch you all myself, the time. And I gotta watch myself at the gym. Like I have some conversation with myself at the gym, and I'm like, people are probably looking at me like I'm American Psycho here. Oh, I write shit down sometimes, and then I look at it later. I'm just like, what the fuck was I thinking? That's good that you wrote it down, though. We've talked yeah. about we've talked about this on the show. It's good that you wrote it down. Yeah, like I'll I don't know, just like here's an idea. I had a great idea. For example, um, so your oven right here. You see how your your um little towel right there is just hanging? Oh, it's hanging. Oh, it's hanging. And then you open it, and it goes on the floor. Ain't many, that some bullshit? Many times. Ain't that some bullshit? Many times. Your floor may not be clean. Therefore, I don't know what to do about it, Devin. Well. Here's what you do. You buy my towel that has some magnets inserted in the corners, and it sticks. Mm. Okay. Interesting. So I wrote that down, bounced it off a few people. Oh, and, and then, in, the, in the corners of the towel. So the towel, yes. is a, it's a circle around the... No, I'm just saying it, it, it just sticks to your oven door. Oh, that's so true. When either you open way. It, either it way. Doesn't, it doesn't just like hit the floor. That's true. Either way. Yeah, it's going to hang out there. It's going to keep your towel clean. Yeah. Um. The so maybe you only need two magnets. Maybe you only need two magnets in two, in, in two corners. Yeah, and it one depends inside. on how you hang it. You know, and that's, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I felt good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then As looked, you should. looked it up and it, it's been done. <laughs> that's all the great ideas, man. They've taken all the good ideas. Oh, gosh. I saw one the other night. It was the... It's um, pissing me off right now. It was the copper... Um, it was the copper chef... It's some uh, is that? Japanese thing. It was like this pad that you put over your grill, and then you just put stuff on the pad, and you ought to actually put it onto the grill. Oh, like a barbecue grill. 
Well, it's like a little a little blanket you put over the top of it, a copper blanket. But you know, I was like, I was like, is this necessary? But but I kind of wanted it too, though. You know, I was like, nineteen ninety nine for two of them. That seems like a great deal. I've seen, I feel like I'd be losing money if I didn't <laughs> take advantage of this. You're like my brother. I'm like, ah, oh, man. You know, because I because I because I'm trying to get that disaster set up. Like, I've I've already got the propane. I got plenty of propane. I need a cook set up now. I need a Power went out. Natural disaster happened. Shit's kind of fucked up right now. You're gonna have to fend for yourself. And I need that. I need that cooking setup for that. You know. What do you mean? Just like how to cook? No, a uh, grill. Some kind of grill setup. You know. Dude, they they make those little dual camper ones. No, dual. That, and that's exactly what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm looking okay. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been such, cheap. I just been such a. I know. I just been such a tight wad, man. Like fifty bucks or some shit. It was I, the one I liked. It was nice. And it's listen nice. to this, Coleman. This okay. I'm gonna. I'm okay. This is gonna be what very is self-loathing. This yes. is gonna be very self-loathing okay. right now. I gotta. Lay it I gotta on do me. This. I gotta do this. Me. This is how much of a tightwad I am. Okay. Yeah. Last name's Berg, and I'm gonna prove it right here. He was so cheap he couldn't finish his last name. I go. To, I've had my eye on this grill for like four <laughs> months now. Talking about a grill, not a girl. Four months now. Okay. Four months, I've been checking this thing out. Like, mm, that's a nice little setup there. That's pretty nice. I could get on board with that. Home yeah. Depot Lowe's. Mm, mm, got a nice little round setup. Big five. Mm. Big five. You Sporting know, the undercover. Guys. The yeah. undercover yeah. spot, you know, to get things, things like this. Had my eye on it for like four months now. Okay. Been checking it out. Comes to it. I went in there two weeks ago. Ends up the grill on sale. Normally one nineteen ninety nine on sale for uh what was it? It was uh seventy nine ninety nine. I was like, oh that's nice, cool. I reach in my pocket, pounds. I got a ten dollar uh you know, mailer fucking ten dollars off whatever you spend over this much amount. Oh, Ninety bucks is obviously more. I was like, Oh, okay, nice. I'm sitting there looking at the girl, I'm like Charge me ninety. <sighs> Forty-five percent off retail. Did you did you barter? I couldn't pull the fucking trigger, Devin. I couldn't pull the trigger. Forty-five oh percent off retail. I had a hundred dollar bill in my wallet. A hundred dollar bill. I could have got change. I could not pull the trigger, dude. What the fuck is the matter with me? Well, if it was oh a trigger, God. I would have pulled the trigger. But it sounds like you're talking Weber. God. No, it was just a camp chief, you know, just oh, generic God. brand. It's just a stand-up setup with two burners. You know, that's all it is. You can cook some soup. You can get a flat top. You can put a flat top on one side. You can, you cook, can some... cook soup on a goddamn open coal fucking fire. Yeah, but how many open coals fires can you fire up uh, after your bag of coals is done? One a day. You get some wood. There's some more work. I, I got propane tanks, man. There's I got resources work. ready. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying I got the dual burner. You know, you can you can cook your soup on one side. You get your flat top grill. You can do pancakes. You can do hot dogs. You can do burgers. All that shit. Flapjacks. Whatever. Flapjacks. Here's, I realized why I could not pull the trigger. This is why I have ED when it comes to being a consumer. ED. Yes. What is um, ED? Erectile dysfunction oh. of the consumerism type. Um, Don't go hard in the pain. Here's what it is. It's a camping setup. Okay, so there's no guarantee that once I pay the money for this thing and bring it home, there's no guarantee that I will ever use this. 
this could sit in my closet and just collect dust and be, be something brand that, new. That I well, it, it, you're right. You're right. It, it you're right. It wouldn't be as bad. It's still something brand new. But it could just sit in my closet and be something that I never ever end up using. And that is what gives me that analysis paralysis where I cannot just pull a trigger on a less than a fucking $100 purchase, dude. What's the matter with me? I've, I work I work 50 hours a week. For what? I can't even make a $100 purchase. I can't I can't stop shaking when well, I'm in you haven't done big your five. research. It's okay. You haven't done your research. I wouldn't jump on that. I mean, let's put it this way. That second price they showed you is still more than they're going to go to. So you can go back there. It might be down to sixty-five, maybe sixty. As the summer gets, as it gets later in the summer, yes, I think you're right. I think you're definitely right. I think sixty-nine, yeah, wait, ninety-nine. Wait, wait, fall time. You can pick that up. It'll be brand new in your closet oh, next God, year. But I can't use it this year, though, Devin. I can't use it this year. Well, you should have bought it. You should have bought it last. I have fall. one camping trip planned. One. Where are you going? Uh, Sun Valley. Oh. Or Sun, the Sun Lakes. Sun, Sun Lakes. Lakes. Sun Lakes. What are you going to? Soap, blue, deep. Oh, God, see, I haven't or asked any of these hard questions. This is my problem is I sometimes I don't want to ask hard questions. I was in Vegas. I told you the story recently. I I was in Vegas, so here's my situation. I'm hanging out. I'm doing my thing. I'm having a good time. That's all right, man. Don't worry about it. I'm uh, I'm up a little bit of money. You know, I'm gambling. It's going good, okay? I'm having a good time. Things are going all right. I'm having some luck at the craps table. Usually I don't get a good roll, but I had a good roll, made some myself some money. And I'm hanging out at the local bar, the, you know, corner bar, whatever, whatever, just 20 people can sit here possibly. So I pull up at the bar, hanging out. Some girl sits down next to me. She's a pretty good looking girl, you know, hard six, maybe six and a half. Seven, if I've had enough to drink. The the numbers don't matter. It's just semantics. But you're hanging out and, you know, you think you got something going. You think you're having fun with it. And, you know, you're like, yeah, we're making some ground here. We, we're good friends. We're doing the thing. And all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, so um, my services uh cost a certain amount here so um it's getting to be time where we need to get this thing in gear and you know i do the typical thing where i'm like man i i really thought we had a connection there i thought we were doing something we were dating god damn you know it's like it's just fucking so disappointing but I don't know. I guess that's the the land of Sin City for you. That's that's what you deal with, especially on a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's why I don't go to Vegas. We talked about this. We're there's different vacations for everybody. You know, there's different right. vacations. It, that's not like one I went for to. Me. No, and that's definitely not one for you. I, I'm certainly understandable. I went to Vegas. What I liked about being in Vegas is because of the way my life goes. I got to go to bed. Whatever fucking time I wanted to. And I woke up 
at whatever fucking time that I wanted to. Okay? What kind of vacations do you go on that where was you can't the, do that? That was the best. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That's for, a vacation. For the most part. Yeah, you're right. That 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 is how it there, goes. There's a couple different times. It's wake up, eat, drink, go to bed. Yeah. Those no. are the only times at vacation. No, I'll give you that. For the most part, you're right. But I don't know. I just feel like if I go to like some legit, like crazy tropical paradise, like... I'm going to want to maximize this shit. So when's the sun come up? Uh, yeah, let's be out there. Mm. Let's be checking the, the, you know, I'm never going to come here again. Like Vegas, like I know I'm going to be there again. The city that never sleeps. No, that's I, New York. Exactly. I, I know I'm going to be there again. This isn't going to be it. And yeah, I'm always going to be able to find something to do regardless of what time I, ha- I would get up, you know? So that, that was nice. <laughs> and you got the AC in the room so you can fucking turn that shit into an ice box like I like to do. Like, <laughs> you know, like I want to wake up and I want to see a penguin walking around in my fucking hotel room. They're cute, aren't they? They, they are. They have a little tuxedo yeah. on, you know, it's yeah, nice. Fuck but those guys. That was the nice thing, though, for me about Vegas. You Did, know, like, in, in that regard, I mean, I mean, no question there's other stressful stuff that can pop up in that trip. No no question. And then I see yeah, where like you're coming from. And, and I see where you're coming from in that regard. Yeah, and hookers and prostitutes. Yeah, no kidding. Did you ever go to that ice bar? Um, No, I've never been. Oh, it's kind of cool. Well, they have a great business uh, kind of outline where they charge you 40 bucks or something mm-hmm. to go in. But they give you a free first drink is free, you know. Well, you're paying twenty bucks for a drink anywhere you go. Wow, that's so true. It's like, all yeah. right, awesome. So that's that's half half your ticket. The whole place is made of ice. Like you're sitting on ice, and they've got like pelts from exotic animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Endangered like species. there's an ice shoot or lube or luge. 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 Yep. And then the glasses you get are made of ice. Really? Yeah, so you can like chew them down if you want to, I guess, if you're crazy. If you're into that. Yeah, <laughs> if you like to chew glass. Um, but yeah, they make you like put on boots and a jacket. Well, the trick is any human being can only be in there for about 20 minutes. And then you're fucked. <laughs> Once you leave, you can't go back in. So they oh, charge shit. you 40 and give you a drink. No re-entry. No re-entry. Hell no. You can't just go back around. <laughs> I'm gonna go out in this I'm gonna go out in the strip where at eleven thirty at night it's well, still ninety two degrees out. Yeah. It's Give a, me a minute, will you? Well it's not even it's like underneath the Luxor. It's like in that mall area. Uh-huh. And so we went in there and it's like, oh that's a decent deal. We could sit here and drink for it's like drinks are free and here's a free one or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we could hang out here for a while and then after twenty minutes the girl's just like, It's fucking cold. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here! It's like, but we paid this much I've had money. Enough. I, I don't. I don't get it anymore. Well, it's too cold to drink your fucking drink, anyways. Everything is ice. How does that is? Is it always just iced up, or do they have to re-ice it? Or it's always like benches around the side made of ice, and like the bar is ice, the glassware is ice, and even with the endangered species jackets, it's still not ice enough? is not endangered. Well, no, definitely not. <laughs> We can make plenty of it these days. Well, I'm sure they were fake or they were stolen off tourists. I don't know. Yeah. Or they're made in China. Either way. Chin- but, Chinese throws. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. But that's what I like about the Vegas, though, man. You just, like like I said, you just wake up whenever. Who cares? You, the, we'll have food. We'll have everything you need. Just do what okay, you think. Tangent. Saw a preview. I went and saw a movie the other day. Saw a preview for Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. He's got a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's dead. But there's a movie about him, and it looks fucking fantastic. How do you feel about Freddie Mercury? 
Um, I feel like he's got a story. To t- it's going to be a great movie. The, the story. It's of definitely a story to tell. Yeah, it's but definitely no a story one's to tell. no one's done it yet. Yeah, I I respect him. You know, he definitely had something unique, and I'm always with artists who uh, can do something unique. But um, I don't know. Not, not my a fan. Not huh? my favorite though. Not my favorite. Huh. What do you think? Oh, I love him. He is actually uh, seriously. It's kind of funny because. It wasn't until after high school that I realized he was gay. Uh, my dad loved him. I grew up on him, the Beatles, the Stones, all that stuff. But my dad's kind of funny. And I didn't think he would have been such a fan of a homosexual guy that was openly homosexual. And so I found out one day I was getting in a debate with Jason, our buddy. And he said he was gay. I said, not a chance. And found out he was. But... He's got one of the most operatic voices. It's it's strange because I didn't even know what he looked like. And the first time I saw him in a video, he's a skinny white dude. Early 90s, mid 80s, late 80s, something like that. Skinny white dude with a goofy mustache. And he had pipes like Whitney Houston. Shit was freaking nuts. But yeah, so I think this movie is going to be good. I, I mean, mark it down right now. There's going to be some sort of award going out. And the guy that's playing him is the the lead guy from Mr. Robot. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> I've not. Mr. Robot? Mm-mm. Oh, it's. I think it's called Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Or, uh, excuse me, series. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think he'll do a pretty decent job. But yeah, it looks yeah. looks fucking fucking good. It's funny you say that you, he didn't realize that he was gay because it's like, I didn't know. It, well, it's, but it's like you look back and you're like, was there any doubt really? You know, I mean, obviously we're obviously we're younger. Well, we I've never know. seen him. I know, and we don't even know anything about being gay when we're younger. You know, and you it hear that stuff for the first mind. time. Yeah, but it's like looking back, you're like, well, yeah, there, 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 yeah, there's some stuff going on. There. It was like the first time uh, just how ignorant kids are, or maybe it's a beautiful thing, but um, uh, Foxy Lady, Jimi Hendrix. I remember listening to that and dancing around. This is second grade. <laughs> listening to this and having fun and picturing an old white dude. Picturing an old white dude. Mm-hmm. And then I found out Jimi Hendrix was a black younger dude. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like rocked my world. Awesome. That's true. Usually, I feel like you typically you know when it is a black guy singing. But yeah, I guess Jimi Hendrix. If he you, just sounded like an old yeah. white dude to me. I don't yeah. know. I want to take you home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. Yeah. But I know. it's cra- And it's crazy. Like, yeah, when you hear stuff and songs or whatever when you're young and then yeah you get older and you kind of understand the situation more and you realize like oh that was oh that's what i was talking oh yeah they were getting into that yeah okay well and i thought stevie nicks was black Mm -hmm. forever really yeah until i saw her (laughs) (laughs) like holy hell you got soul just a crazy ass white bitch (laughs) yeah why aren't you in the 27 club you crazy bitch I know. God, there's some good artists back in the day. We don't even... I mean, I guess everybody says that about every, whatever generation they're in. I mean... More or less. I, actually, I guess I don't know. These days, it's kind of few and far between. Well, but. Young Jeezy, I mean... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> is that the noise he makes? Something like that. Yeah, he does something know. along those lines. I don't pay attention to that garbage. I know. I don't either. Well, Mr. Fitzpatrick, uh, we should probably uh, wrap this baby up because we've, we've gone pretty long here. This is um, near record territory. I don't want to say. Well, I don't want to say the longest we've ever gone. I mean, not that we don't have another 20 or 30 minutes in us, but. Do I get uh, an award? Um, he's looking around right now. If you could see him, he's like looking at the top of the shelf. <laughs> That's where all the booze is at. I might be able to find something for you, Mister Fitzpatrick. Buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> oh man! Well, uh, hey, thank you guys for tuning in and joining us here. We appreciate it on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. Again, we took a long break there, you guys. Life's uh, life's a crazy thing. You get to be me and Devin's age in your early to mid 30s. Who are you call mid? <laughs> you got me by yeah. like five days. <laughs> yeah. You're only five days younger than me, all right, asshole? <laughs> You're going to be right there with me no sooner than you think, so... But uh, you know you gotta you gotta you know be working towards something in the background. You know this. I, I love doing the podcast. I love having people on. I love having discussions, especially with guys like Devin. You know, it's always a fun conversation. Um, you know, we were doing it on the weekly basis. That's a little tricky, but I'm gonna keep at it for you guys. You know, I'm gonna keep throwing them at you as often as I can. I don't want to make any promises, but we'll definitely keep the content coming for you guys. As long as you want to listen and, you know, we'll get guys like Devin who are interesting, fun to talk to, and we're going to keep this thing moving. But, uh, Dev, long time coming, man. We've been trying to plan this for a while. Um, we'll definitely have to get you on again here in the next couple months, uh, when you want to make it happen. You know, luckily you got a little extra time on your hands these days. So, uh, at least for now, at least for now. Got an interview Tuesday. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Things are, things I got some irons in the fire. (laughs) Yeah, come on now. <laughs> no, always a good time having you, Dev. Go way back, and always a good time having you guys. We uh, appreciate you guys coming along with us. You know, again, you're the only thing we got here. We got nothing else. I'm just talking to a good buddy of mine in my living room and recording it for some silly reason. If you guys don't listen, so we really appreciate it. Thank you guys, and thank you, Devin. And we will come at you guys. I got, I got one more hopefully planned for next week. So we will definitely get that at you guys, and we will talk with you. Then...